Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. First down, it's a play fake, a boot to the left, wide open. Dalton Schultz on the left side, walks into the end zone. Touchdown, Cowboys, and a tremendous windmill spike for Dalton Schultz. Brad Sham with the call right here on DFW Sports Station. Good morning, Metroplex. It's a Cowboys Friday with Sean Sharif and Bobby Belt. This thing felt like it was going to be a blowout early on. I think the final score was a little bit misleading. Cowboys controlled the game. I never thought the Titans were going to win, but the middle felt sloppy and a little bit uneasy. The Cowboys turned it over three times, but the Titans sit. Nine starters. Nine Titans were out, including Derrick Henry. Little surprise quarterback move with Joshua Dobbs taking over for Malik Willis, but they're just too awful in terms of pass defense. Uh, you're right, Bobby. Excellent against the run. They shut down the Cowboys' run, but, man, their secondary play. Thank you for tackling Michael Gallup. That bear Ooh. hug. That bear hug was huge, and that set up that Dalton Schultz touchdown that you just heard right here on the fan. That made it 17-6. to Didn't yeah. T.Y. Did T.Y. draw another penalty? I was uh, trying to, or was it the, the Gallup one? No, Gallup Gallup drew one. That was 51 yards. That was huge. Uh, Noah Brown uh, drew a couple. Uh, Noah Brown also had some problems with drops last night. See, there, were, there were, I think, two, maybe three passes that he dropped. But, yeah, Dalton Schultz, you mentioned there, like, that that throw and that catch, uh, like just a great job. Strong hands from Schultz to, to reach over the top. Great ball placement from Dak. The... We've talked a lot about the CD Lamb connection improving. That since wasn't the Schultz touchdown, I believe. Which one? The one that you're talking about, the great play. I think that made it 24 13. Schultz, Schultz caught both the touchdown passes. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Schultz's first one versus the second one. Yeah, the second one is the one that he, he snatched away. I yeah. wasn't referring to the sham clip. I was just saying, in general, talking about the performance he had. Uh, okay. Um, and it's one of those that we've talked about how CD has improved with Dak's return. Like Dalton Schultz, the difference between. When Dak has been in there versus Cooper Rush, it's it's unreal. You look at the games he played with Cooper Rush, he had two catches for 18 yards in the time that Cooper Rush was in there. Since Dak came back over this 10-game period, Dalton Schultz has 44 catches, 464 yards, five touchdowns. That's more in line with what we saw last year and why he had earned himself a payday. But 
Dalton Schultz has been incredibly big for them, especially in the red zone since, you know, Dak got back five touchdowns in the red zone um, since Dak returned to the lineup. Dak threw really good game for him. Star up 282 yards and two touchdowns. Mike McCarthy talking about his quarterback after. I thought he, I thought he played well. Um, you know, I, I thought he managed, you know, a couple of situations that, you know, the, the long down and distances and so forth. Uh, you know, his, his approach demeanor um, is, is always very, very similar, you know, which is a real strong suit of his. And I think he definitely exhibited that again tonight. How about Dak's quote after style points and all that? That's for y'all who think games are won on paper. Woo! Shots fired from Dak Prescott. Look, with the three turnovers, again, it drives me crazy when media and fans, especially media, who I expect a little bit more of, you're being paid to talk about it, just look at the box score and say, three more turnovers. There you go. Dak Prescott, turnover machine, turnover problem. Let's break them down. The first pick was on Hendershot. That's not Dak's fault. The pick before halftime was on Dak Prescott. He was behind Schultz. Mm-hmm. The one in question to me is the Biotish fumble. And let me say this. Even if that was Dak's fault, I don't care about that as a long-term problem. That was That's fluky. This isn't Daniel Jones with a fumbling problem. If it was, I'd rather have that than Dak making a bad or dumb decision where I was questioning his reading of a defense or him panicking or the internal clock in his mind. That That's probably not going to happen again the rest of the season. That was fluky, and I don't know whether it was on Dak or it was on Biotis. So when we see three turnovers, I I only count the one that he was trying to throw to Schultz. That's that's all I count. Yeah, which is, as Mike McCarthy described that's it. That's one too many, Sharif. Yeah, you can't that's have. It's a championship football. Can't have I, any. I, I played, I simulated this in Madden yesterday morning, <laughs> and I threw five <laughs> touchdowns and no picks. He, uh, Mike McCarthy described it after the game. He said, one was a ball that should have been caught, and he said the other was a minus decision. And I think that's exactly bad decision. It's, it's Dak trying to do too much, um, you know, probably trying to, you know, make a play before half, try and pick up some momentum, and in, in the process, turn the momentum around a little bit. Um, but that also was, a you know, in general, um, something that probably shouldn't have even been in a position to make happen. Um, because they were they got put behind the sticks with those couple of sacks um, and, and the pressure on Dak earlier in that drive. And if they don't get set back like that, I don't think Dak is pressing like that at the end of the half. Other takeaways that you had. You know, I want to do Cowboy Calls today at 720. I want to change it up. Y'all wake up. More time. 720 for the Cowboy Calls this morning here on The Fan. Um, like some of my other big takeaways from this one, uh, like in the positive would be CeeDee Lamb has just become a complete stud and, and is a genuine, true top tier. We, we had said before the season, he's a number one. He is a number one. But when, when there were these arguments about he's a top 10 receiver and it was like, nah, he's more like 12 to 15. You're seeing what top 10 looks like now. You're seeing yes. what top six or so like looks who's like Who's playing now. better than him off the top of your head right now in the league? Uh, Tyreek, Justin Jefferson. Uh, might be about it. I mean, is that it? Yeah, recently, that might be about it. In fact, I'll, I'll look it up right now. I'll figure out who's got the most receiving yards over the last several weeks. He has been unstoppable. He's been fantastic. T.Y. Hilton was huge. Forget Odell Beckham. This is exactly what we were dreaming Odell could do. 
This is it right here. T.Y. Hilton with these plays. On third downs, he's coming up huge. Absolutely humongous. He had a third and five diving conversion that kept the drive alive for Zeke's touchdown. He had another third down catch. And then the undercover play of the game to me was third and ten. Titans are getting the momentum. It's a four-point game. It's 17-13 after the Robert Woods TD. Dak scrambles. Gets out of it on the move, 27 yards to T.Y. Hilton. Huge play after huge play. Props to him. So Schultz, uh, Gallup with the penalty drawn, C.D., and T.Y. stars up. Yeah, I think all those are stars up to Marcus Lawrence. You've got to throw a star up to. One guy we haven't talked about this morning, and I need to to watch the tape on it to verify, but but a first glance on TV, looks like Damone Clark played a lot better yesterday than he has in recent weeks um he he had a couple different plays where he flashed where his instincts were right um and and so if he's reading and reacting better that's going to be a big boost to them because that's been the biggest slowing point for Clark since he came back in the lineup he's athletically there he can do those things he's just trying to find his footing as a rookie who's been away from the game for a while you know getting back to that point where he can read and react correctly DFW is owning the sports headlines again this morning Cowboys won and number two, they're still interested nationally in Luca's follow-up. It's Dinwiddie into Luca. Yeah, baby! The crowd wanted to see some Luca magic tonight that they didn't see on Tuesday, and they just got some. I love Derek Harper. I'm done. I'm 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 finished. Luca fires it up from half court. <laughs> as the Mavs beat the Rockets 129-114. Fifth win in a row. Luca only had 35-12-13. Oh, boring. I wonder what uh, Skip will say about this today. Listen to this. Skip po- Bayless will say if Zion did that, Zion is the new GOAT. Uh, that was a, This is probably a 6 out of 10 performance from that idiot, poisonous rat. <laughs> That's what he is. <laughs> who, who, do you, uh, who would you rather spend a, a day with, Skip Bayless or uh, NFL Films? <laughs> NFL <All> three of them. <laughs> NFL films. Uh, here's here's an interesting uh, stat line from last night too. Twenty one points, five of eight from three, six rebounds, four blocks. That is Christian Wood's stat line. Oh, give that to me again. Twenty one points, six rebounds, five of eight from three, four blocks, and I didn't even tell you the best part. I was in twenty one minutes. Twenty one minutes. Twenty one minutes. Started, he put up though, twenty one, right? and he played twenty one. And I got in foul trouble. He had five fouls last okay. night. But 21 points, four blocks, six boards in 21 minutes. And the trifecta was completed as the Dallas Stars beat up the wild 4-1. Tyler Sagan scored twice as Dallas put it on Minnesota. They continue to have an incredible season, a fantastic season. Jamie Benn also scored. Wyatt Johnson scored the go-ahead goal early in the third um, so they're the stars ran their record to six, one and one over their last eight, maintaining their five point lead in the central division. Turn off your mic. As we talk about the passing of Pele or Pele yesterday, everyone kind of a reminder, Hey, messy goat. Mm, let's not forget this guy, uh, as the absolute legend passed away at the you don't have to get this serious with the music turned down, Pete. I, I, I like. I, I understand what you were doing. I just don't want Bobby to talk during oh, okay. a soccer okay. discussion. I was going to be respectful for what it's worth. Okay, go ahead. 
I was just going in. I was going to be respectful. Like, I know that's one of those things that as little as somebody like myself, who obviously pays attention to soccer or anything else, that was a name that I was completely familiar with all the way back to, like, my first consciousness of sports, like being five years old. And so his impact is obviously huge. The only person to win. Look at what the World Cup has done. Now, now look, Messi was still the most popular athlete on Instagram, the GOAT, Ronaldo. But, like, that World Cup was like his Elway Super Bowl moment. That World Cup. Pele's the only one to win three. <laughs> Are mm. you, three. Are you kidding me? Beautiful game is associated to him. And I was watching just a bunch of documentaries on him yesterday. So after he retired, I think he was running into some financial concerns. It was like a, it, it, it was like a uh, MLS type attempt to do a startup league in New York and they had signed all these old legends and one of his proudest moments was putting 70,000 people in New York at the Meadowlands. I think it was the Meadowlands Stadium at the time as they carried him off as he was always putting on a show. And then there was this Twitter video that has like 25 million views saying Pele did it first and it's showing all these sick soccer moves from today's stars and it's got him actually doing it in black and white from way back in the day. Uh, So the legend passing away at the age of 82 with three World Cup trophies. All right, college football playoff. Woo! How excited are you for this tomorrow? I'm excited because I really think, I I really do think like Tennessee, or not Tennessee, I, I really do think TCU's got a shot. Um and and look, you were I know right. You ended up being right about Georgia last year. I I I was. That, I, thank you for remembering. Uh, but you know, one of two. You got the first one against me wrong, but you got the the one that counts right. Yes, exactly. Uh, no, but TCU. Like, I think they. There's a little bit of an underestimation. Uh, I I think of TCU still, even after everything they've done. I think there's a lot on. There's a lot of recency bias in terms of people saw the Ohio State game, and I think that's so fresh in people's minds about Michigan that. I think they're being given a little bit more credence in what they can do passing the ball to keep up with TCU than than what is actually probably realistic. It's like Mike Golick Jr. told us yesterday, like, I need to see it again. Like, that's the question facing Michigan is, can they do it again? And look, Which underdog do you think has a better shot between Ohio State or the Horned Frogs? That is a great question. Um, prob- probably TCU. Um, but I, I mean, Ohio state, when they're on, when they're playing their game, they are the most dangerous matchup for Georgia. And so that would be the most interesting. I think ultimately this is all a race for second place. What everybody's doing anyway. I think Georgia's going to win it again. Michi- they're, they're the only great team this year. Michigan is a seven and a half point favorite. Georgia is a six and a half point favorite. So tomorrow Fort Worth in the spotlight starting at 3 PM. And then it's seven o'clock Ohio state against Georgia, the college football semifinals. We'll have official picks later on in the show. Peyton Russell going to try to keep RJ Choppy unemployed with his version Peyton. of the degenerate headlines on a football Friday. Let's change things up. What the heck? Y'all been sticking with us. You've been sitting there waiting to lash out over this game since last night. It's a Friday. We're heading into the new year. Let's change things up. 877-881-1053 right now. 877-881-1053 for your Cowboy calls, your star up, star down, wherever you want to take it after the Cowboys get to 12-4 and four and keep the NFC East Championship still alive. Your call's next.